I want to talk about discipline today. And I want to talk about discipline because a lot of you guys are tagging me in your 100 day challenges and I'm so excited for you. And a lot of you guys are asking me, how do you have so much discipline? At this point, I'm on my 400 day challenge. I've done three of these before. I haven't missed a single day. And so I get a lot of inquiries now about how I have discipline and how I cultivate discipline. So I want to address that today in this solo episode around discipline and offer you guys some frameworks for how to think about discipline in a way that just might blow your mind because they did mine. I had to completely reframe the way I thought about discipline, the lack of discipline, my protocols for dealing with the lack of discipline, how to build that muscle of discipline in myself. And it has changed my life. Basically, before I get into any of it, I do not think of myself as a disciplined person. In fact, I think of myself as an incredibly chaotic, disorganized, undisciplined person. But here's what I am. I am very selectively disciplined because I have figured out that when I pick the right thing and frame it in the right way and create the right container for myself, I can be incredibly disciplined. But with everything else, I am a hot mess, disorganized chaos. And you can ask any of my friends and they will attest to this. So I don't naturally think of myself as a disciplined person. There are people out there who are like that, right? They say they're going to do something, they do it. They have these rock solid habits. They just have an unshakable discipline in different areas of their lives. That's not me. That is the opposite of me. And so if you're somebody struggling with lack of discipline and trying to figure out how to have more of it in your life, then you've come to the right place because if I can figure it out and unlock the key to discipline in my own life, then you can too. So I'm going to share with you guys what helped me. Let's start with a definition. This definition is different than what I think a lot of people understand discipline to be. So one of my favorite quotes of all time goes, discipline is remembering what you want. And I love that because it's so graceful. It's so elegant and it is very different than the forceful punishing connotation that we usually associate with this idea of discipline, right? Even the word discipline is synonymous with disciplining somebody, disciplining a child, disciplining a student, right? That kind of punishment, that kind of force, that kind of maybe even violence, a little aggressive. That is how we normally think of discipline. I want us to reframe it to discipline is remembering what we want. In other words, it's about prioritizing and recommitting to our long-term objectives over the short term and very often in life, especially when it comes to achieving things that are really worthwhile when it comes to health and fitness and professional accomplishments and athletic accomplishments, right? Artistic achievements. In every worthwhile thing, there's eventually gonna be a conflict between our short-term desires and impulses and our long-term objectives. Discipline is the art of choosing the long-term over the short-term. That's how I want you guys to think of it because this reframe helped me so much. It's just a more elegant, graceful way to think about it. And again, it doesn't have that same sort of aggression or brute force mentality of overpowering ourselves. It has more of a connotation of honoring ourselves, but honoring ourselves in a deeper, truer way because we are saying yes to our longer term desires. So that is the definition I want to set as the foundation of our framework. It's just choosing the long term over the short term over and over again until it becomes easier, hopefully. Now, what is a lack of discipline? A lack of discipline is not an opportunity to beat yourself up. It's not an opportunity to belittle yourself or shame yourself or judge yourself or criticize yourself. I know it's so tempting. I've had so many experiences in my life where I made myself certain promises and I broke them over and over again. And I just felt like such a failure and I felt so down on myself. And I really got so frustrated with my own lack of willpower around those things. And I'm very intimately familiar with those feelings. But what I've learned over the last few years is that every time that happens, there's actually 
a deeper layer that I can penetrate to understand where that's coming from. And that's what I think that a lot of us don't do. We simply stop at that level of, wow, I failed in willpower. I suck. Why can't I do this? Why can't I get this right? Why do I keep breaking these commitments and promises to myself, right? That is sort of how we default to treating those situations. Anytime there is a lack of discipline, I want to invite you to consider that as an opportunity to engage yourself more intimately, more deeply, uncover the root of that because there is a root. There is a very good reason. It might be that you don't actually want to do that thing. It's not the right thing for you. There's another thing that would be better for you, right? Maybe you don't love running and you can't figure out how to run consistently because you prefer yoga. You prefer Pilates. You're somebody who likes to dance. Maybe you like hiking better. So it doesn't actually serve you to keep beating yourself up about not being consistent with running when actually your body is craving something different. Or Maybe you have a certain fear around something, right? When it comes to 100 days of content, which I know a lot of you guys are doing, maybe you're not able to show up consistently for that. You keep breaking your streak. That's totally fine. I mean, really, none of this is really that deep or serious, right? But let's say you really want to be consistent and it's hard for you. Well, is there a fundamental fear there that's paralyzing you and sabotaging your efforts? If so, how can you approach that fear with so much kindness and compassion and empathy and patience as you would with a child, right? Because most of these fears, especially the irrational ones, are coming from that scared inner child within us. And I personally believe that the only way to overcome them is to acknowledge them and work with them harmoniously instead of trying to brute force our way. So that's what I want to invite you guys to do is if there is a lack of discipline, commitment, showing up, consistency. If there is that discipline gap, treat it as an opportunity to inquire deeper. Treat it as data, not a shortcoming, not a flaw, not a mistake, not something to judge or criticize. Treat it as data. What is this trying to show me? What can I learn from this? Maybe something in me knows a better way and has some wisdom that I need to actually tune into. Or maybe I'm scared, or maybe I have some blocks around this, some limiting beliefs, some patterns that are maladaptive that I can reprogram. Whatever it is, there is a reason. Because a discipline gap, especially around things that we want to commit to, there's something really interesting going on there. There's part of us that wants something and another part of us that doesn't. Now, why is that? Is that just the sloth part of us, right? Is that just the lazy, unmotivated part of us? I actually don't think so. I actually happen to think that nine times out of 10, in most of the situations where we think we just simply lack motivation because we're lazy, actually what's going on is something way deeper, way more profound, and often way more intelligent than that. And so we have to give ourselves credit. Whatever part of us is creating that resistance and sabotaging or not consistently showing up for something, we have to treat that part as potentially very intelligent and wise and worth listening to, worth understanding. Next, discipline can feel like different things. Discipline can be joyful, like can be energizing, or discipline can be a way of overpowering ourselves, working against ourselves, forcing ourselves, even though there is that resistance in a way that is depleting because it takes a lot of energy. It takes a great deal of exertion to override some integral part of us that does not want to do a thing. It takes a lot of energy to be at war with ourselves, right? So the ideal situation is not to keep up that war, that battle within ourselves. The ideal situation is to preserve our energy, find an elegant, harmonious solution by dissolving or addressing that part of us that is resisting and to become unified in our will. That is true self-mastery. That is true inner power, I personally believe. Discipline can feel joyful or it can feel draining depending on where it's coming from. Anything worth achieving 
that is significant, that is meaningful for human beings tends to require some degree of grit and resilience and consistency. So if that's the case, then yes, like that kind of discipline feels good. But then when we are really actively working against some critical part of ourselves that we actually need to be looking at and engaging with more intimately, then exerting discipline day in, day out can feel draining and it can in the worst case scenario, burn us out, right? Let's say you're doing something that on some level you don't want to be doing. Let's say you have a job that you don't want to be doing, or let's say you somehow are forcing yourself to be doing something that you really just don't want to do. It doesn't really serve anyone, but for whatever reason, you're locked into that thing and you keep doing that thing. That takes up a lot of energy. And at some point you might burn out. And so that is a very inefficient expenditure it's a lot better to take that discipline and apply it in the service of something that is more harmonious, more kind of flowing. So that is like going upstream and then going downstream is flow. It's alignment. It's ease. It's when you're actually getting a lot of shit done. You have all this output, you're making progress, but it doesn't actually feel draining at all. In fact, it feels energizing because you've locked into some kind of a flow. And that's where when you add discipline, it's like turbocharging that progress, that acceleration, you are adding fuel to that fire in a way that feels good. Yes, it's a little bit difficult, but it's difficult in the way that a really good sort of sweaty workout can be, right? In the best case scenario, a really great workout does feel hard, but it feels good hard. It doesn't feel bad hard. The distinction I'm trying to make here is there are forms of discipline where when you apply it, you are working with yourself and honoring yourself. And there are forms of discipline where you are not. And there are forms of discipline where you're not honoring yourself. You're kind of overriding something essential that is wanting to be seen and acknowledged within you. So develop an attunement to that difference because that I think will serve us ultimately when it comes to knowing how to summon up our discipline and our grit and our resilience when it's actually really needed and when it's really additive. So that's what I'll say about discipline, guys. Discipline almost feels paradoxically effortless. For me, this 100 days of podcasting challenge, I'm telling people about it and their jaws all but drop when I tell them I'm publishing a podcast episode every single day. It is a lot of work. Last night, I came home at midnight and until 1 a.m., 1.30 a.m., I was editing and recording. Right now, again, it's midnight. I had a bunch of things all day. I barely got any sleep last night and I still have to get this thing out, right? And I know that sounds really brutal, but to me, it doesn't feel that bad. I'm spending hours every day working on this podcast, but it still feels somehow energizing and life-giving. Not energizing physically, because right now I'm really, really tired, but on a deeper level, it just feels like the right thing for me to be doing. I can really do this, even though this is, quite honestly, the hardest 100-day challenge I've done yet as far as sort of how much work it takes and how much bandwidth it requires. It is very difficult, but it's also really gratifying. But I don't think it would be the right thing to do for anybody or everybody. I think right now is just a time in my life where this is the right thing for me to be focusing on. And while I have this inspiration and this intrinsic motivation, it's good for me to sort of funnel that into a challenge like this so I can create some structure and just maximize my output so I can make more progress and have more learnings. But what I'm getting at here is the thing that makes discipline easy for you is going to look different for you than it does for other people. And so don't compare yourself 
to other people. Work with yourself. Work in harmony with yourself. Honor where the energy wants to go. Wherever the energy wants to go, whether it's something to do with health and fitness or your professional life or your hobbies or whatever, your creative artistic life, wherever the energy wants to go is where you're going to actually have the easiest time mustering up that discipline because you already have that energy going. And then it's just a matter of creating a little bit more structure. So you have consistency on the days where, you know, you just kind of don't feel like doing it. We all have those moments. Even the most disciplined of us have those moments. I think some people just get really good at overcoming that impulse, that sort of inertia, but find where the energy wants to go because then you're working with yourself. So this is my entire framework for how I think about discipline. Now, again, I am not a habitually disciplined person. So if I can do these things, then you can too. I think it's totally okay to be a selectively disciplined person, but I do think that everything worthwhile, again, is achievable only through some degree of grit and resilience and consistency. And so that discipline becomes really important. I hope this was helpful. I love you guys. Until next time.